0: From the Motor City, all the way to the Volunteer State, it's time for the Reckless Speculation Podcast, where we recklessly speculate the latest news in the world of sports. From college football to NASCAR, we've got you covered. And don't forget to stick around for the world-famous Bet Your Nuts, where we will give you your best bets to make the most money. Now sit back, grab your favorite drink of choice, and join Robbie Davis... Raj Mehta, Brandon Chain, and Tom Sloan. It's showtime.
1: Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Reckless Speculation. Um, It's been a few weeks for me to be on the show, Uh, whether it's vacation, sickness, um, or whatever conflict I had. uh, I am back today. Uh, excited about this. Boys, girls, children, elders, it is finally football season again. So we are scratching the hour format tonight. We are going to talk and talk and talk and we're going to give you the best breakdown of each conference that we can. Um, We're going all power fives and then you know, well the power two and then the other three. But then, uh, and we're going to talk about the new, bigger, better than ever, bet your nuts coming into football season. But before we do that, uh, we've got some uh, people to shout out to that help pay the bills. And first of all, that's C&W Construction. Anything that you want built, they can do. They can do full bills. They can do remodels, decking, pool. You want new cabinets you want a new kitchen you want a new bathroom you need a new man cave for the football season get the new youtube tv nfl uh, package on your your screen they can do it for you um our other sponsor is davis kessler and davis um if you need money to pay for said construction or remodel this is who you call you know you get in a wreck if you're a cat you get arrested or you get in a wreck uh you need some money needs Deal in the insurance industry, we are happy to help. Numbers on the screen: uh, Davis Kessler Davis and CNW Construction. Um, now that we've talked about our sponsors, now the real talent of the show comes on. I am joined with three of my very good friends, uh, boys. It is football season. We have real college football on as we speak right now. Um, we have made it through the dog days of summer. Welcome. To the next chapter
0: oh. it feels good
2: it's about it time <laughs> so excited i've been antsy all day just to have football live on the tv
1: uh yes yes it is great um uh, raj i can tell you're late and excited late for the excitement
3: <laughs> yeah dude long day and i'm just like i'm so excited i don't even know like i'm already exhausted like i'm overly stimulated
1: um, well, yeah, and like like we talked about. Uh, well, I'm I want to, to get in there. Sorry. But before we get into our predictions, I want to uh, give a shout out to Raj, who wasn't in our production meeting, uh, who reminded uh, Tom and I, who are very much Big Ten and SEC bubbles, that the Atlantic Coast Conference and the Big Twelve. No longer have divisions. So uh, let's throw that out there before we uh, get into our conference breakdown. But we will promise you, we're going to give you our predictions. And then the bigger bet you're nuts, uh, you will not be disappointed. So while you're listening, like, subscribe, follow. We're on, do uh, you have our social media ready? There we are. We got Facebook, we have Twitter, X, Reckless Specular, uh, TikTok. And then we have our YouTube, so please like us, subscribe, anything you you can will help us out. Um, and so, boys, without further ado, um, well, one, I mean, how's y'all week been? What do you, what do you, what do you guys do this weekend? Tom, start with you.
0: Uh, we are going to have uh, an unusually warm Labor Day weekend. It's calling for. Uh, mid-80s on Saturday, uh, 90s on Sunday and Monday. So the boat will be very much used this weekend, which we haven't had an opportunity. I think we've been out there twice in the last month, month and a half. So it's going to get a lot of usage at the end of the season. And then there's a uh, downtown Royal Oak. They put on a, a, a cool little festival. They call it Arts Beats and Eats. And they bring in some really good um, music talent. So Saturday night, uh, there's a band called Hailstorm who is going to be playing. So I think uh, the better half and I are going to be heading down there with some friends. uh, Check that out. So lots lots of cool things playing for this weekend and football watching.
1: Yeah. And for those of you that don't know or aren't observant, behind Tom... It's called electricity. He's got it back on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It went out Thursday about ten minutes into the show, uh, and from the uh, the magic of a hot spot in a cell phone camera, I was able to finish. But uh, we didn't have power until uh, Saturday or Sunday night, so it was uh, it was a crappy weekend. Although I was blessed to be able to sp- spend the weekend with some friends that that housed us for uh while we had no power. But um yeah uh big storm we were pretty sure a tornado came through while we were uh recording live who knew so uh weather no matter what this show will go on.
1: <laughs> Brand Brandon what about you? What are your plans this weekend real quick?
2: Uh real quick, real simple uh golf and football. That's
1: about it. It's pretty good. And then Raj, who are you coaching this weekend?
3: Um, in-laws are having a party, and a lot of their families coming in. So I am trying to do whatever I can to fill my schedule so I don't go. So uh, I'm gonna take the kid I volunteered to a birthday party, which is something only Chain knows about. Usually, is the worst.
1: Hey, 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 uh, I'm selling fake COVID tests. If you need positive. one, if you, if you need a fake <laughs> positive test, I got you. Dude,
3: I do have an app called Fake Call, by the way, when like yeah. someone comes to the door. I'm like, oh, you just press it. It calls your phone. Uh, fake COVID would be a better idea. But uh, anyways, no, I mean, just you know, SC plays at 8 Eastern. And uh, yeah, just going to try to avoid people as much as possible.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, speaking of Eastern time, let's start on the East Coast here. We got our college football preview bonanza going on here. Um, guys, the ACC, it is – many people think of it as a three-horse race between Florida State, Clemson, maybe UNC. Um, but, but before we get to that, uh, let's talk about dark horses. Raj, who in this – conference do you think can come from either uh i guess ranked higher in the polls uh meaning the 20s and up or unranked that could possibly give this give this league a run for its money
3: that's a great question you've got two teams that were eight and five last year in louisville and uh north carolina state you know state got Brendan Armstrong from Virginia, who had a really good junior year, but a horrible senior year. Um, I don't see much there. Syracuse lost their best player in Sean Tucker. Um, Wake lost their best player in Sam Hartman. And, you know, going down the line, North Carolina, I- I'm not a believer in their defense. I think the two teams for me are Duke, believe it or not, because I think their quarterback, Riley Leonard, is sensational. Um they have uh, Jalen Calhoun, who was an all-ACC receiver. And, um, you know, their defense isn't bad. Dwayne Carter was a heck of a tackle. Uh, the other team I'm looking at is Louisville, getting a Jack Plummer quarterback who has 25, 30 starts under his belt at uh, Cal and I can't remember the other school. Um, yeah, you know, well-coached team. Uh, with Jeff Brom, he helped turn them around. And, you know, they're going to be more of a, a – passing offense for a pro off, pro style versus what they've been under Malik Cunningham. Uh but yeah, with, with Jawar Jordan and they have a good receiver as well. Um, there's a lot of teams. It's it's very Pac twelve esque with less talent. Um, a lot of teams that can score points, but no one's defense, maybe Clemson's, you know, with Trotter and that's about it. But uh yeah, those are the, the teams I'm looking at.
1: All right, uh, Tom. What about you? Who's a dark horse you see in the ACC, if anyone?
0: I I agree with with Raj. I think it's Louisville. I think when you look at coaching, uh, if there's a team that 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 could kind of come into the mix that no one's really talking about, and we're going to find out tomorrow or this weekend when they play um, Georgia Tech on the road. So that's going to be a nice little battle. We'll talk about that later, but. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think they're always known for their athleticism, starting way back with Lamar Jackson and Malik Cunningham. And so, I mean, I can see that being a possible team. Um, North Carolina really isn't much of a dark horse anymore. They've got one of the top probably three quarterbacks in the country uh, with Drake Mays. Um, So, I mean, two, three years ago, yeah, they're a dark horse. Now I don't think so much. So I'd probably stick with uh, Louisville. Louisville. I forgot one, but you guys will probably nail it. So I'm
1: not going to say anything. All right, Brandon, in your Carolina blue, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, I
2: like Carolina here, but, you know, they're not much of a dark horse anymore. Um, I was going to say, you know, with Drake May coming back, um, I mean, he had better numbers than Caleb Williams last year. He won the Heisman. So uh, I'll, I'll I think if their defense can hold out, I mean, they, they could potentially make some noise in that conference.
1: Um, so so two teams that notably interest or notably uh, absent for me were Miami uh, and NC State. I think both of those programs, I think Chris Balls helped build Miami. They've got um, a little bit of a favorable schedule. Uh, Clemson at home. They play at Florida State, Louisville at home. What do you think about your expectations for the U? Tom? Or Brandon, go ahead, yeah.
2: Um, I've got them as the uh, fall flat team.
1: Okay. Listed. Okay. Yeah,
2: so I, I don't have high expectations at all for the U. I think, I think they're just probably middle of the road this year at best. And uh, why is that? You th- I just – I don't think uh, Cristobal's built quite what he wants to yet. I think they're they're still a year or two away from, you know, their direction. Um, A few more transfers potentially could help. And, you know, the recruiting is still – most of the Florida kids are going elsewhere than Florida, any Florida school. So Mm -hmm. they're having trouble keeping their own kids in in state. So I I think he can address that issue – I just think it's gonna take another year or two.
3: Yeah. Hey, Rob, what about that team you that gave you guys all you could handle last year at their house, man? That that's always a tough defense. Another good running back. Uh what was his name? Hammond filled in for uh Israel Akibanda, right? Uh uh What about the Pittsburgh Panthers, dude? Uh Jerkovich is mm-hmm. there. Uh a, a Bonnie Kanda. I can never say his name. Yeah. Uh, who I made the Jets, but that's a tough team, man. And, and nobody likes to go to Pittsburgh, uh, to, let alone to play football. You know.
1: Um, yeah. You well. Team. Yeah, Pitts Pittsburgh. They beat. Uh, I want. I want to say they, they beat Tennessee and Tennessee, then lost to Pittsburgh. Maybe have that backwards, but both games are very close. Um, Pittsburgh has uh, Carolina at home. They have Louisville at home. Four stay at home. They don't play Clemson. They play at Notre Dame, which counts as a conference loss. That's a favorable schedule. So yeah, it is. Um, I think that uh, is a good one. Uh, Well, Raj, while we're on you, uh, who's your fall flat team in the ACC?
3: I mean, I'm with Chain Man. Anytime Cristobal is your coach, you're gonna fall flat. How? Why Miami hired him away from Oregon Where he he sucked there too I was actually as a Pac-12 guy Upset he left Oregon Uh, I enjoyed them toiling in mediocrity Uh, Van Dyke Had a huge regression last year In his sophomore year Uh, Yeah, I don't see much of anything Coming from there Just an exodus of transfers
1: Okay, so we got two Miamis falling flat Tom, what do you think?
0: I think it's Syracuse. I think they had uh, a nice little run with DeVito at quarterback last year. Um, it's tough. It's tough recruiting going into uh, upstate New York. A lot of kids don't want to go there for football. It's, as we all know, it's a basketball school. So I, I, I see them faltering a little bit. Uh, they they had a couple good seasons the past two, so I, they're probably the team that I can see in that that conference that showed signs in the last couple of years, but uh, might be uh, looking for a heartbeat this year.
1: Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just go brief. My surprise team is going to be Virginia Tech. This schedule, Old Dominion, Purdue, so Old Dominion, Purdue at home, at Rutgers, at Marshall, <clears> hit <throat> at home, tough one at Florida State, but then Wake at home, Syracuse at home, at Louisville, at – Boston College, NC State at home and at Virginia. There's not a lot there. Like they're gonna be that. that that's a nine and three, eight and four schedule for Virginia Tech. I think that's a good schedule for them. Um, honestly, guys, I think my fall flat team is gonna be Clemson. I think mm-hmm. Dabo has first time. We saw last, even though they went ten and two last year. Still some more coaching turnover, transfers. I'm not sure he has a grasp on what college football is today. He's this, oh, you know, seems like a good guy, but very much like I'm high and mighty in a sport that is co- corrupt as all get out. I'm not sure he fits in today. So and where's this
3: greatness of club, Nick? Like every time I see him come on, it's like, oh, you know, they cheer like when DJU went out. And what? what's this guy do? I just see a skinny kid that's like super mediocre.
1: Yeah, I, I'm curious to see what they look like this weekend. And then when they're – they don't they do not have a tough schedule, but uh, we're going to get – we're about to pick the champion of this league, but I'm taking t- Clemson my fall flat. With that being said, so Clemson's not my champion. Tom, who's your champion at ACC? Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> and, and really, it, it, and I'm looking at it, uh, yeah, club that has not been, you know, anything to write home about, but he did start last year and experience in college football means something. So I don't think the game will be as, as fast as it would be when you're kind of thrown into the mix. So um, I think he'll be okay. I, I do believe uh, Dabo has suffered from not having uh, Brett Vegetables – uh, as their defensive uh, coordinator, so once, he's once had that, to kind once of
1: once that hit the airwaves, the vegetables was gone. He's <laughs> <It was all laughs> <over. laughs> he's
0: he's had to adapt, and um, maybe this is the year they get it together. But looking at that schedule, I mean, you've got Florida State uh, at the end of September. Um, you you go to Miami, which I don't know. Then uh, you're home against Notre Dame. Uh, early November. So that could be a possible test. And then um, second from last week of the season, you've you, you you're got a home game against Drake May in North Carolina. So that's not the greatest of schedules. I, I, I think they should be able to work that out. So uh, give me give me Clemson.
1: All right. Raj, who you got as the champion of the ACC?
3: Florida State. I think they have uh, – By far, the best offense in the league. Uh, Gordon Travis is, in my opinion, top three quarterback in the country. And, uh, you know, just a lot of sensational talent, game breakers. And uh, I I think that's where they are better than Clemson. Uh, Clemson's defense is better. Um, I think Florida State's going to benefit greatly from playing a faster team in LSU early. And then when they roll into Clemson, I think they'll be ready.
1: All right. Chain, what do you got? Yeah, I couldn't
2: agree more, Raj. Um, I think on top of Jordan Travis, they had a lot of key transfers this year as well. Um, that NIL deal in Florida is doing well for them, so I, I think they they've got a lot of firepower. So uh, Clemson is, you know, obviously your fall flat team, Rob. So I just don't see Dabo fitting in either. Um, I, I'm liking State in this situation i think clemson could clip them in the season but i think championship game comes back and Florida State could win
1: yeah yeah and let me be clear clemson's not gonna finish in the bottom of the league by any means but i think no. th- their expectations are, they're gonna they're gonna finish far below their expectations i think right uh, well i agree, I agree with advantage. uh raj and brandon i got fsu also um i think well, granted, what I said about Clemson. I don't. I don't. North Carolina has the horses to run with them, so I think it's going to be FSU as well. Um, and so Lord, this just threw
3: a pick at their own fifteen-yard line, ten-yard line.
1: Yeah, I don't think. I don't think FSU is losing to Florida at the end of the year. So, uh, so this is the last part of this exercise we're going to do. Is the champion whether it's Clemson or FSU? Are they in the playoff, Tom? You, Tom, you 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 start. You're the only one with Clemson. Are they in the playoff?
0: No, no. Okay. I, I I don't think they can finish maybe five or six, but that's not going to get it done. I don't think they have enough depth.
1: All right, Brandon. Is Florida State in the playoff? No, no. not going to happen. Unfortunately,
2: I mean this. Just look at the schedule. We talked about it. Their schedules are just not great. So. Even uh, when in their conference, ACC's imploding.
1: Raj, playoff for Florida State? Negative. No. Uh, I'm with you guys. I think the ACC winner is not in. I think Florida State loses to FSU this weekend – or L- FSU loses to LSU this weekend, and they can't rebound from that. I think that mm-hmm. – uh, they're just they're behind, slotted behind LSU the rest of the way. Yeah. Um. All right. So, any final thoughts on the ACC? Where they go from here? Is there any news that's coming out? Are they going to expand?
0: I don't think they're, so. They're voting tomorrow to bring Cal, Stanford, and SMU, in. Uh, the latest I've heard is it's not unanimous, and it has to be unanimous, and and doesn't well, it doesn't, it doesn't sound four like
1: holdouts. One of them have to cave.
0: Yeah, um. so it doesn't it doesn't sound like that is going to get done, that, and it the, doesn't make sense.
1: The deal SMU is willing to go with is kind of insane. I think it's six years getting no television money, and they're just going to play for free. Yeah. And as long as we're in that conference, it's it's just wild. Nope. Wow. Um all right. So let's move on to the Big Twelve. So we've got the national runner up, but a conference that I think's getting a little disrespected. We have well we have one, we have the new look big twelve, so we have hmm. BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, uh, and UCF. And I think, and then, yeah, so we have, again, a divisionless conference. Um, any chance any of these newcomers are the dark horse, Tom?
0: No, I, I my dark horse is Baylor. Um, they, they kind of show flashes every year and as the season kind of goes, you know, they fall off, but I think they're well coached. Um, And this is a tough, it's a tough division. It's a tough conference and obviously with those new additions. So it's going to make things a little bit uh, harder. And then what next year the there's some more additions coming in with Utah. So uh, the Big Twelve is going to get a little we bit better.
1: Arizona, Arizona State, yeah, and so, Co- Colorado? Yeah. Colorado, Colorado, Colorado,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a big conference. It's going to be strong. So, but uh, I like Baylor. I I, I I think they've got a really good home home field advantage. Um, so I guess they would be my dark horse. All
1: right, Raj.
0: Oh, we're going dark horse first.
3: Um I'm tempted to pick Texas Tech. Uh, they have a, a lot of firepower uh on that squad, a lot of I mean, you know, they've been talking about the new dimension of the air raid uh that basically looms. Um Joey McGuire's a heck of a coach. They were 8 and 5 last year, 5 and 4 in conference. It's uh, a good receiver in, uh, what's his name, McPray. Um I think Tyler Chuck's going to be their quarterback. He was in Oregon. We'll see about him, but they have some other talent. So there's just something tells me. Um, you know, another team I like is Cincinnati and BYU, but it's just sort of because of the novelty factor. But there are so many teams in this conference that I don't even know where to begin.
1: It's a yeah, lot. Yeah. I was, uh, so, so, who's playing who? Is it a random draw? I, I'm kind of confused on how the Big 12 is doing their thing.
3: Hey, that's a great question. I mean, I'm looking at like BYU's schedule right now. Uh, they play at Arkansas, interesting, but then they get Kansas, Cincinnati, uh, at TCU, Texas Tech, at Texas at West Virginia, or Iowa State, OU, at Oklahoma State. So, it looks like they're mixing it up.
1: So, they're only doing one non-conference game then?
3: Mm. Well, Cincinnati's got Eastern Kentucky, Pitt, Miami of Ohio. That's three. Okay. So, it looks like three.
0: There's three.
3: Yeah. For them, it was Sam Houston, Southern Utah for BYU, and Arkansas. So, they have three. Okay. Okay,
1: okay, okay.
3: <laughs> it feels like more, dude. It, I mean, it, big ups to the conference for being able to put a schedule together. All uh, well, uh, <laughs> shit, Man, that's crazy.
1: Chain, who's your dark horse in this conference?
2: I mean, not uh, so much a dark horse, uh, but I'm still looking at TCU. Um, I think, you know, their defense still has pretty good size. And, you know, they lost several players, but um, I, I think they could – potentially make a run here. Uh, We'll see what Vegetables does at Oklahoma, if they bounce back or not.
1: (laughs) Uh, They're the intriguing team to me. Uh, I'm not going to pick them as my dark horse. Uh, I still like Matt Campbell Iowa State. I think if there's a team that can Mm -hmm. get focused in this new Big 12, um, I like the Cyclones to make some noise and not necessarily win, but compete. Yeah. I like that. I like Campbell too. Yeah. and, And I'll parlay that with vegetables. I think Oklahoma falls on their face again. I don't know if this is the right fit. Lincoln Riley took so much just firepower and hipness and just charisma out of Norman that I don't know if they're getting it back under this coach. Not saying he's a bad coach, I'm just not sure this is the right fit for him at this time. So uh, my fall on my face is Oklahoma. They're ranked 20th. I don't think that's anywhere realistic. Tom? Same thing. Oh, Raj, go ahead.
3: Same thing.
0: Identical. Okay. I, I agree with you. Oklahoma. Uh, it, I think Venables is, is is a kind of a classic example of, it's a great coordinator and there's coaches out there that are amazing coordinators and they can rally the troops but when it comes to the responsibility of being the head coach it's different uh, so I, I I think this is a situation where he's a coordinator and, and it just doesn't equate to the head coaching position and 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 how long will Oklahoma, Allow that to happen before they, you know, pull the trigger and let him go. So, but yeah, I think Oklahoma is um, well, definitely the. the well, I'll face. I'll say this:
1: if they have a down year this year, there's no way they're limping into the SEC with him as a coach.
0: Oh God. No way.
1: No, they, nope. they gotta they gotta cut bait and get nope. get get some hype coming in. There's nope. a
0: guy that there's a guy that used to coach in uh, Columbus that uh, uh, would uh, whip some people in shape. In Norman, uh,
1: uh, uh, yeah. Side note: Did y'all watch Swamp Kings?
0: It, waste of time. It complete it, waste of time. It, it was that the, was a tough piece if I've ever seen one.
1: It, it was the biggest flop job I've ever seen. They,
0: they promoted that as it was going to be the untold story, and they made one reference to arrest. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Hernandez and. and and it my, was Tim Tebow, or you pulled Tim Tebow out of a bar or
1: something like that. My my, my wife, who you know, casual sports fans, she was like, "Didn't a bunch of people get arrested and killed like, while he was there?" And I was like, "Yes, that's what we like." Thirty-seven
2: about. of them got yeah. arrested.
0: Yeah. Twins. <laughs> yeah,
2: that yeah. was ridiculous. Um, now okay. I'm with you guys, Oklahoma. It, it's damn all the way. Vegetables, you stole the words out of my mouth. He's he's a great coordinator, but I think that's all he is. I don't think. He can multitask and delegate as a head coach. And for that reason, I think they're gonna fall flat on their face.
1: Um, well, so check so anyone think if that's the fact, anyone think he's the coach going to the SEC? No. No, no, no chance. No.
0: If I, I, if they fail this year, no, not a chance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say anything less than nine wins, he's probably out. Maybe maybe not. Maybe eight, less than eight wins, they probably out.
2: Yeah, and I mean, there's a shot that they can get nine wins. I could see them nine and three overall. Well, their Uh-oh. schedule
0: is. I mean, they got Texas halfway through, um, and then they Oklahoma State, West Virginia, BYU, TCU to close out the season. It's kind of a That's tough schedule. I. I mean,
2: you know that TCU could be a slip-up game for them. For sure, mm-hmm. um, you know that, that would definitely right. do it.
1: But yeah. Brian, we we have we have four teams that are ranked in the Big Twelve: uh, <coughs> Texas at eleven, Kansas State at sixteen, TC at seventeen. Obviously, we're not picking Oklahoma at twenty. <clears throat> uh, who do you got as your champion?
2: I got Texas. Okay. Um, I think uh, you know Quinn Ewers. He's coming back this year, um, read some good things about him in camp. And they've got two, you know, if he doesn't do well, they've got two cannons behind him, uh, hmm. you know. I I just – I think Texas Tech could – is the only one that could give them a run for the money, in my opinion. I think K-State's a little off. Um, but, yeah, I like Texas to win this division.
1: All right, Tom, who do you got?
0: Yeah, I I, I think this is Texas' year. They're going to go out with a bang uh, out of the Big 12, heading into the SEC. Um, That quarterback room looks pretty good. And I I saw a stat that kind of surprised me where Arch Manning, his NAL deal, is worth more than Joe Burrow's base salary this year, which is mind-boggling to me about college sports. But – but it just goes to show they're loaded, and 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 from what um, I've been seeing out of out of their their camps and whatnot, um, he's looking really well, and and the team kind of responds around him. So um, Sarkeesian's going to have uh, his weapons, and being this is their last year, they're going to want to go out in Texas style. So give me the uh, the Longhorns.
1: All right, Raj, I know you hate Texas from that. Fatal Nod in the Rose Bowl. So, uh, who are you going I don't, to know? Go?
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Uh, I'm going wait, with... Kansas.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Do we have a clip to roll? we have a clip ready to roll to refresh his memory?
0: The, the clip's no, in my no, mind. I no was clips. There. We got in trouble
3: last week. Oh. <laughs> the, the clip's in my mind because I was there and no matter what I do, even I stick a screwdriver <clears> on <throat> it, it won't go away. Um, I'm going with Kansas State uh, to repeat... As big 12 champions, Um, I think they have the best quarterback in the conference in Will Howard. He took over for Adrian Martinez and was sensational. A great leader, 15 TDs, four picks. Um, They got a transfer running back. uh, This Deuce Vaughn is gone and Treshawn Ward from FSU. Good receivers, seven guys returning on offense, five on a good, pretty good defense, a tough place to play in Manhattan. They go to Texas, and and in the end, back to USC, I am not a Sarkeesian believer. He is a coordinator that is not a great head coach. He's not as bad as vegetables, but he's in the same ballpark. Uh,
1: Raj, I'm with you. I look at this conference, I look at coaching, and mine was between Kansas State and TCU. Yeah. Oh, there we do have the clip. There we go.
3: I was in that end zone, but I was up further and not one of the ones here. By the way, his knee was down. There was a bullshit uh, out of bounds, a uh, 15-yard penalty. And the Ting brothers, two uh, Asian twins, were starting at safety because of all the injuries. And Frosty Rucker, who played in the NFL, had contained and missed it there. The Gosh. best player on that day, the best team did not. Gosh. Fourth and two, how they didn't have Reggie Bush in the game. Don't get me started.
1: Stop uh, that. That, it. that was one I, of the most boneheaded calls. You, son of a bitch. Yeah. No, Pete Carroll could have the worst two calls in football history. Yeah. that four One in college and, then and one, one in bro. <laughs> bro. Yeah, yes. That, that I was agree. Pretty, that could Did you see
2: the two- interview with Pete Carroll trying to explain the thought process of, like, why they made that call?
1: No. Which one? Yes. The Super Bowl or the college? In the one?
2: Super Bowl. Yeah. No,
1: yeah. no I didn't. I, oh, it no. was like uh,
2: Princess it's Bride. Complete BS. Like, <laughs> he tried to sugarcoat it. Like, we love to play it looked good we felt good about it the opportunity was there and like all this you know he went princess
3: day. bride he's like well you know i know that you think that i know what we were gonna do so i'm gonna do the you know we basically yeah, it, did it, in the well, world yeah, it, we're gonna run so we it, thought we'd catch them off guard yeah
1: it's like it's like it's like watch the eagles this year and last year, everyone knows they're going to run Jalen Hurts up the middle. But if you can't stop it. You can't can't stop it. Yeah, so it's like it doesn't matter if they know what you're going to do. You can't stop Marshawn Lynch from two yards. I'm sorry. You can't. Don't get cute.
3: Don't get cute. That's it. All right. But
1: anyways, anyways, back to coaching. Uh, Raj, I'm with you. I like TCU or Kansas State. I think it's a toss-up. I think TCU is going to be a little angrier, but I like Case. K-State and the quarterback, what they're bringing back. So, I'm with you. I'll take K-State. And then, uh, I, I'm saying no. This this, this champion is not in the playoff. No. Anyone say yes?
3: Nope. Nope. Nope.
1: So, I guess if you say yes, you have to assume Texas is going to be Alabama in week two. Nope. Right. And,
3: yeah. But, if they lose that game, then it's not It's in Alabama this year. Game. So, yeah.
1: I yeah. doubt it's not
3: gonna I be a
1: bad loss. No, it's gonna no. be a bad loss, but once you're dropped behind them, it's well get it that actually, loss out of the
0: way early. Actually,
1: you could you could beat a team at home and then you still end up behind them somehow. Alabama What does that love. do? Hey,
2: yeah. what what happens if Texas does somehow win this game and Alabama still wins uh the West and then beats Georgia? Like what, what? does that
3: do? Makes me
1: sick. Uh, nothing.
2: Absolutely nothing to Texas. Yeah. They still don't get in.
1: Yeah, That's they, what yeah. They, yes, That's yes. That's exactly I, what happens. <laughs> absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, moving out west before we head to the two two power conferences. Um, Raj, this is your team. This is your conference for as. As little time as we have left in this Pac-12 Love Conference of Champions, you see the rankings there. USC 6, Washington 10, or, or Utah 14, Oregon 15, Oregon State 18. Raj, I'm going to start with you. The dark horse. This is what I'm interested in.
3: Woo. Um, I'm going to go with Oregon State and – Mainly because in 18th in the country, uh, you know, they returned Damian Martinez, who was a first team all pack running back as a freshman, great coach, and Jonathan Smith, the former quarterback. They get DJU from Clemson, who uh, is going to be much, much better without those spotlights and in the south. And you know, the expectations are very different. Uh, also. Consistently, Oregon State has a top five offensive line in the country. They are right behind Michigan, uh, up there with Ohio State, you know, and and some of the SEC teams like Georgia. Great offensive line, um, strong defense, always these long, lanky corners uh, that go on to play in the league, um, big corners too. So uh, Reeser Stadium, I think it's done You know, FC beat them last year, and without Caleb, there's no way. There's just something about that place. Um, It's kind of like Tempe, but worse, there's like voodoo there. Um, So, yeah, Oregon State at 18th in the country. You know, the pollsters are recognizing them finally, um, which is nice to see. And, yeah, I think they're going to be a tough, tough one to get past.
0: Uh, Tom. Uh, My dark horse, I'm going UCLA. I I I think uh the
1: fighting chip they did some films. good recruiting.
0: Uh they got they got uh great quarterback. The Belleville kid here, uh local kid who is um hell of a quarterback. So um I like what they did last year. Uh they uh their quarterback unfortunately uh moved on to the NFL. He is now the backup in Cleveland. He won that spot. He had a DTR. He did a really nice job in the preseason, so um but yeah, I think UCLA. There's always a nice little battle. I think Raj can attest that uh, football is good when when both UCLA and USC is uh, is uh, they're successful. So give me UCLA for the dark horse. I know you. Spectacular
3: defensive line, uh, great transfers. Carson Steele, the white kid from uh, you was, see was the one? Was he from Central Michigan or is he from Ball State? But he had like 1,500 yards last year. They got Kent State's quarterback Dante Moore, five-star quarterback. Um, but Latu Latu, who was told he would never play football again, he transferred from Washington, had double digit sacks, uh, the Murphy Twins. Yeah, this is a, a, a team that has a lot of star power, but no depth.
1: I'll, I'll give you a loaded bet over under one sellout at the Rose Bowl for a UCL home game. Under. <laughs>
0: uh, is not. it with the <laughs> is it with its seats covered for half the uh, upper bowl covered? Uh, <laughs> Even
3: that dude they uh, they're at USC otherwise Colorado Cal North Carolina Central Coastal Carolina Washington State
1: Maybe Carolina Colorado State. brings the, they crowd. Have the worst home
3: maybe. schedule ever. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, no chance. There may yeah. be like 18 people at at NC Central.
1: <laughs> uh chain what do you got for your uh dark horse
2: yeah i i've got ucla as well um tom took the words out of my mouth uh raj threw out the stats so i don't have much else to say than uh rebuttal <laughs> uh, all
1: right raj and i are agreeing way too much tonight i got oregon state too uh or also i got oregon state um they're a well-coached team. They've got talent. They are. It is a tough place to play, especially at night when it gets cold. It's just a dreary place to go, and it just lulls people to sleep. Uh, if you haven't been to Corvallis, you have not missing much, um, but it's a tough place to play football on the road. Um, it is,
2: but Oregon coastline is beautiful.
1: Yes, yes, it is. Um, my fall flat on the face – um, I think it's gonna be Colorado. I don't want to say this. But oh, I, I, are there I mean,
0: expectations re- there though?
1: Well, I mean, it's Dion, it's you know, just all the pre- yeah, time. Solid. Yeah, like, I think it's just gonna be nine toes.
0: Dion, that's about it. Yeah,
1: uh, you, you, you rock Tom. There's not a lot of hype, but I mean, there's not a lot of expectations realistically. Mm-hmm. But I think media wise, ESPN, Fox, they want this to be a thing. Sure, I think I think that's going to be the fall flat on the face. Tom, what do you got?
0: I I got Oregon State for oh. the exact opposite that that Raj says. I think DJU is proven. He is just he's not it. I could eat crow, and I'll sit here and, and and I'll say that I was wrong if I was wrong. But what I saw in Clemson, um, here's a guy that came in. He was he was one of the first college athletes to really hit nil hard he was a spokesperson for dr pepper i think before he even took a snap so i think i I think the hype train got him and he just was never able to back it up now could a change of scenery coming closer to home help him out it could but i just i don't see it i think they're ranked really high um but until until he shows me that he's a viable quarterback I, i i think they're gonna falter
1: all right, Brandon, what do you got for falling fall your face? I'm going to
2: go with the Oregon Ducks.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. Yay, that'd be great.
2: Uh, I think they're going to fall. There's a lot of people calling in to win the conference, but I think they're going to fall on their face um, for I, no other reason than they just extended Dan Lanning to 2028. Um, and I, I think he's he's got money on his mind. He's not going to coach well this season. It's going to. Don't be you love
1: one-year extensions? I, I, a, little of, uh, a, a little bit of a little bit of Mel Mel Tucker syndrome, right? Like yeah, you know, I think so. I, you know, like
2: yeah, check. I think he got a big check. I think they're going to go to shit.
3: There isn't a more arrogant fan base, and you guys know what the O stands for in Oregon, right? National championships.
2: Zero. Ooh. Zero. <laughs> love it. These motherfuckers
3: yeah. act like they've won 12 of them and they are the most arrogant fan base. In, oh, in, in 2014,
2: yeah. when we beat Alabama, I knew that was the, the championship. I was like, Oregon's going to be a cakewalk. Like, that was the Marcus Mariota. The oh. system quarterback was there. It was god awful. I mean, hey, was, you're,
0: you're Titans drafted him. I was. Yeah. All I, was, guys that I day. was so pissed. I was hey, hey, so pissed. Tom, Tom, you
1: should, Tom, you should know this by now. Titans fans haven't been happy with a Titans draft pick in, probably since uh, Steve McNair. It's been a long hey, time. No,
2: at at the, least you went to a I, Super Bowl. So Obviously, uh, the best draft pick we Gary made Henry. was Gary Henry when we traded up to get yeah, him in yeah. the third yeah. round, which was amazing. Uh, um, but, yeah, uh, outside of that.
3: Third round.
2: round? Wow. Raj, who's your flop? Yeah, he fell to the third round.
3: I did not know that. Um, uh, My Flop is going to be the Washington Huskies. And let me tell you why I, they've already been bitten by the injury bug. Uh, They lost their starting running back cam Davis for the year. Michael Penix jr. This is going to be his sixth year. Last year was the first year he played all 12 games before that. It was six, six and three. He gets hurt a lot. They still have a good offensive line. Um, they lost Jackson Kirkland and a few others. They have great receivers, don't get me wrong, but I just don't think Phoenix survives. Um, they have a, good, a very good front seven. They lost two DBs, I think, the NFL draft. Uh, but it, it's on Phoenix's shoulders, and I think he gets hurt, however irrational that may be. Um, again, already losing their top running back, and I think they, uh, they overachieved last year.
1: Um, so, Raj, some clarification. I'm looking on ESPN. They just have the conference 1 through 12. Have they done away with divisions this year? Uh,
3: yeah, on they Pac-12. Pac-12. They,
1: they got a right yes. with it last year. Okay, so it's the best two teams. Yeah. Yes, they, they did. Last yeah. year. Yeah. The North and okay. South
3: were gone last year. Yeah, okay, I forgot okay. to put that on our notes, and that's my own conference. Okay, they did do that, yes. All right,
1: so yeah. so research it because
3: it, I was like, USC played Utah, Utah in the championship yeah. game, and they were both in the quote South.
1: Yeah, uh, all right, Raj, your conference who's the champion?
3: I know I'm screwed, but um, you know, when in doubt, I go with the best player and the best coach, and they're both on USC.
0: All right, Tom. Yeah, it's it's USC, unless Caleb Williams has a, uh, a Heisman hangover. Uh, I mean, they've got that 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 kid, what is who's number one, Zachariah Branch. Oh, he's he's unstoppable, and and, and don't be surprised You see him in Very the, the Heisman Uh it, Seeing him in the Heisman mix, I mean, he he's he can return kicks. He's 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 a fast receiver. He's like a. Um, did you uh, see that A, a Tyreek Hill type of re, re, uh, receiver. So, yeah, he's just – there's just too much, too many weapons, USC, all day. It's all a
1: right, Shane, what, what do
0: you
2: got? I, I think it's USC with Washington in a close second here. Um, I like USC. Caleb Williams, obviously, um, could repeat Heisman. Um, only players – what, Archie Griffin,
0: I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, let's, <laughs> let's throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah, of course. <laughs> Cornbread Brandon over here. <laughs> could could oh, happen.
3: I don't think he will because he's got nothing to prove, and I'm hoping they will be it. I don't want him to. He was running for his life half the time, and oddly enough, when they, they were up 14-3 to against Utah, when he went for that 55-yard scramble and pulled his hamstring. Um, so – he no, I'm just play.
0: saying like, uh, no, I, I don't think
2: he will either, but uh, I it, think he's the best you know, player
0: in America by far. I agree. Do you, yeah, do you believe exactly the hype? Do you believe the hype when he said that um he wasn't hundred percent sure he was gonna enter the NFL next year? No, he's gone. There uh, no uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gone. The, the, They've
1: no, got two Unless him. the
0: Cardinals have the first pick, then then he's like, oh, I'm gonna stay in in college. <laughs> Dude, so, I think staying in LA,
3: they're
1: going to tank uh, for sure. So, so the Pac 12 is the most uh, unique conference to me in about who wins it because there are some good home field advantages, and then there's just some oddities like Oregon State, Utah, uh, Tempe, Oregon, dude. Tempe. Weird. Tempe. Yeah, weird there's weird, weird Tempe. things that go on. Um, I'm taking my dark horse to win the conference i'm taking oregon state uh i think there's just the schedule plays out for them and um i you see usc and utah it just never works out for usc and until they can get over that hump i don't feel confident in usc lincoln riley will always score a lot of points but the defense has got to come around don't trust washington don't trust oregon uh I trust Oregon State and Utah.
3: By far, all they do is travel to Oregon, but they get Utah, Washington, UCLA all at home. Yeah. Um, Yeah. SC has to go to Oregon, I believe, but they get Washington and Utah at home. So, um, yeah, this is the conference of quarterbacks. And really, anything can happen when you have great
1: quarterbacks. Uh, Um, All right. Raj, Raj. Uh, USC playoff.
3: I don't know who to put in as the fourth, and I don't want to see two SEC and two big 10. So,
0: by virtue (laughs) of uh
3: deduction, and and everyone else is out, I'm you know, they have to win at Notre Dame. I'm going to say I'm going against what I said, and I'm going to say yes, as long as Caleb is healthy.
0: Uh,
1: Tom, USC,
0: yep. Exactly what he's just said down there, all right. Brandon. Ditto. All right. Which means they're not going to make the playoffs. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. no chance. No, we're we all going to lose. That Notre
3: Dame game, though, is going to be sensational. Um, Sam Hartman is like people forget how good he is.
1: So this well, puts me we'll to an interesting dilemma. I think if Oregon State wins the conference they deserve to be in i think because it's oregon state they will not get in nope. and so i'm going no they do not get in even though they should deserve to get in
3: so who would be you can tell us later who your fourth team is but i don't uh, think it's coming out of the big 12 i mean yeah,
2: where else are you, you got we, two SEC we haven't gotten any team. yet there's only
0: two conferences
3: left just put yeah. four sec team three in michigan oh uh, sorry in ohio state two
1: and two all right tom can we get a little promo where we can go make a drink real quick before we get to the big boys a little promo yeah hey
0: fuck you we're a big boy next year <laughs> <laughs> well go make your drink and then uh, raj can uh take over
1: okay i'll be Dude. back
0: what did he raj... want a promo like we can't go on without him
3: <laughs> We've gone out without him like every week. Yeah. No, um. So we are gonna move on.
1: I'm gonna to, make a drink uh, too.
3: What? We're moving on to your conference. Do you need one because you know Michigan's gonna kick your ass?
0: <laughs>
3: no, we're moving on to the Big Ten, the, the new conference of champions.
0: Um, a conference your where, your conference starting next year. Uh, yeah,
3: dude, we're fucking stoked. Um, you, you know, a conference where. One side is obviously far more loaded. The the East has is, is got Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State all in the same division versus the West, where it seems like it's really going to come down to Wisconsin or Iowa. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, either of whom will be a sacrificial lamb, in my opinion. Um before we get into the big boys, one team I wanted to talk about is Penn State. And this is their first time having a quarterback other than uh Mac what, what was it, uh Clifford and uh I'm blanking on his name McSorley.
0: Yeah. Uh and that was the la- I mean Clifford was 6 years.
3: Yeah. So this is like 8 years later this is their third quarterback in 8 years. Yeah, It's like an NFL team. Uh LR is uh, a five star. Um you know we know about Singleton, we know about Chop Robinson and Kalen King. We know about Fashanu, uh, arguably who I think is going to be in the end the best offensive lineman, just in terms of athleticism taken. But James Franklin's kind of a dildo.
0: What do you think about Penn State? I I think they are a team that definitely could compete in in the Big Ten. Uh, the fact that they are in the East is going to hinder them. But 100% agree with you. James Franklin, when it comes down to it, is known for making bonehead decisions, and he just doesn't seem to be a good motivator. He'll start out shot out of a cannon, he'll have, have his team going, but it just, in the big game, he just doesn't show up. And the fact that he's on the sidelines, is the one reason why I don't think they'll ever get to where they want to be. So James Franklin, to me, is is a big hindrance for Penn State.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, Penn State. So James Franklin, I got some a lot of opinion on him. James Franklin got famous or big by taking advantage of the worst Tennessee and Florida errors. Combined at the same time, and he was able to. Oh, I can beat Tennessee and beat Florida. He's still not a big game coach. Mm-hmm. He is average. He's a cocky guy. He's not likable. Uh, recruits decent, but he's what he's he he has Penn State slotted where honestly any of us could have Penn State slotted in, in the Big Ten East. Like th- they're the third best program in the Big Ten. They mm-hmm. should be that. Like. It's it's not that complicated. No.
2: Yeah, they're they're my fall on your face team this year. Uh, I think. Again, Jim Franklin, big time games. Um, I just I don't like him. I think he's an, a, a fake. He's, he's cocky punk. and arrogant. Yeah, I, he's just a fake punk and. You know, he just needs to get the hell out of there. So, oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a fan
0: at all. That's, that's,
1: that's your fall in your face. Tom, who's your fall in your face? We haven't done dark courses yet. Who's your fall in your face, Tom?
0: Oh, I, I'm just going to go up the road. Mel Tucker. I've been waiting for three years for this guy to show up. <laughs> you know, he had a good, good season uh, during COVID. Yeah, he beat Michigan. He's beat Michigan twice. Yeah, 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 I get it. But this is this is a school that's done nothing but bleed recruiting, and he comes out this week on local radio to say that the school has not addressed NIL; it hasn't been you know important to them. So, look in the mirror. Why are you losing recruits? You, I think they've got two or three guys for the twenty twenty four class. It's pathetic, and, and this guy, he's done nothing but run his mouth. And he's got the fan base so excited and he's done nothing but disappoint them. And, and I got into a little, um, I wouldn't say tizzy, but, uh, we had a group chat said, what's, what's the over under on Michigan state wins. I said, they're going three and nine. This team is, is not good. And, um, uh, one of the guys said they're going to go six and six and make a bowl game, and I, that would be a miracle, in my opinion.
1: Well, Tom, I think it was you and I were talking about it on Monday. I think it was Monday. Uh, two of the biggest boosters at MSU are at odds with each other. Part of Mel Tucker's job is to bring them together. Yep. And if you're if you're complaining about MI, nil money, and your two biggest boosters hate each other and are saying we're done with the program. That's on you. You got to bring them together.
0: They're at sure. odds because they're they're one and two in the mortgage business in the in the country. Yeah, uh, uh, Ishbia with UWM, he's number one, and uh, Gilbert with Rocket Mortgage, he's number two, and they they flip flop throughout the year. But um, you know they're competitive in that aspect, but um, and it, it and it kind of leads through to the to the uh, sports program because. Rocket Mortgage has got their stamp on everything. Yet, oh, Matt sure. Ishbia was one of three big donors that that funded the uh, contract for Mel Tucker. So, it's uh, it's interesting how that that has played out in the last couple of years. Uh,
1: drama in Spartyland, Raj. Who's your who's yep. your flop?
0: Flop
3: is difficult in this conference. I'm going to say Minnesota. Uh, they were nine and four last year, five and four, all four losses in their joke of another in the
0: big three, What's points, uh, three points tonight in the fourth quarter, Minnesota. Row the boat, yeah. it, uh, it's taken on water.
3: Yeah, row <laughs> the boat. Uh, you know, we always hear about Fleck and whatnot. The reality is they lost uh, Mohammed Ibrahim, Ibrahim, who uh, Ibrahim, it, it, yeah, is there. All time leading rusher, I believe. Uh, And Tanner Morgan's quarterback.
0: He just got cut from the Lions.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, They return like 55% of their offensive production and uh, not a great defense, as we know. So from nine and four uh, to four and nine, in my opinion.
1: Uh, Yeah. uh, So I think this conference is the big winner of realignment because it is the haves and the haves nots right now. And I think you USC for sure, Oregon, Washington coming in there, UCLA in basketball. It's a great basketball conference, not a great football conference, though. Right. And so I think they're really going to put a shot in the arm. So, yeah, fall on your face. Uh, if I had to pick someone, um, I think Iowa ranked 25th just because – I was always hit or miss. They, they can be decent or not. Uh, that's what I'm going with. Uh, but I mean, I think it's going to be kind of how we think it's going to be. Um, any dark horse sleepers in your mind, Brandon,
2: <laughs> Iowa for the same reason you just <laughs> yeah. said, <laughs> Yeah, cause they're hit or miss. I mean, yeah. they could win Yeah, Yes, it is. They, they could, you know, top Wisconsin, uh, in the east over there, so I, uh, it just Iowa. You'd never know. I was just crazy. They they never win anything big, but they disrupt everyone's freaking season. So uh, that's Tom, that's Iowa football.
1: Yeah, Tom. What about you?
0: Last year, this team, great defense, couldn't score twenty points a game. Who is it? It's Iowa. What they do? They go and get Cade McNamara. They go get Eric All to kind of bolster their offense. They get a legit I like my block
1: better now. Yes.
0: They get a legitimate quarterback. They get a you know, a potential All-American tight end if he can stay healthy, which will bolster that offense. And I I I think, you know, Kurt Ference is kind of a ho hum coach. Um quintessential Big 10 type of style. I McNamara's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Ironically enough, he goes to a team that doesn't play Michigan uh, at all in the season unless they make it to the Big Ten Championship. But I do think with their defense, uh, with the added experience at offense, I think they're a team that definitely could be uh, one to reckon with.
1: Uh, Raj, who's your uh, dark horse?
0: If this team didn't play the Big
3: Three – I would be all over them, and I talk about the best, one of the best coaches, and one of the best quarterbacks, and one of the record setters who has eleven school records is Tua's little brother, uh, Talua. Yeah, uh, Mike Locks, their quarterback, uh, Ronan Henry, but they, uh, Locks, they went. He took over in two thousand and twenty. Two wins, seven wins, eight wins. The problem is uh, Talua's his health. You know their offensive right line now. is. Traditionally, one of the worst in the country facing amazingly tough defensive lines. So, if he's healthy, I think this is a team. But again, they play Iowa at home. Oh, sorry, that's Wisconsin. Um, But I know they play Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. So, that's going to be very difficult. But this is going to be a tough out. And uh, especially if they can keep them alive. Otherwise, you know, the dairy raid at Wisconsin, that's going to be a. should be a fun thing to see. You know, they got uh, transfer receivers, including C.J. Williams from USC. Uh, Braylon Allen, obviously. Uh, this is going to be a team that, you know, Luke Fickle has only had one year where he has not won nine games, and that was 2017. I think that was his first year. So, you got a great coach and a good coordinator. We always hear about the dude from what Phil Lugo or whatever from North Carolina. So... I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how that transition, you know, works out because you're you're going from 30 years of one style to a brand new style. So that should be interesting.
1: So you go Wisconsin yeah. or Maryland?
3: I mean, is Wisconsin at nineteenth a country a dark horse? I don't know. if if I'm trying to be accurate, Wisconsin, but if I'm just saying out of nowhere, I'll go Maryland. But if you're gonna track me, then Wisconsin.
0: <laughs> oh, it's being tracked. Right. I, I'm glad, I I wish That's I would have
1: brought my pencil tonight. You guys are all over the place. Yeah, um uh, all right, so I am taking uh I'm going in the west obviously cuz the east is brutal. Uh I looked at 92,000 people showing up for a volleyball game last night. <sighs> Matt Rule has Nebraska excited for sports. I think he can get some wins going, and he can make a run at it. Now, is he going to win the West? I don't think so. I think Wisconsin or I was going to win the West, but I think Nebraska is going to be the dark horse to really come up and challenge some people. We'll make a splash, yeah, yeah. You got I a ten to three lead right now. Um yeah. All right, uh, future Big Ten member, who is your champion? And this, this is going to piss. We got, we got, we got, Mister, Mister, Mister Mr. Sensitivity down here. <laughs> Who are you going to piss off?
3: I mean, when USC won championships, it started in the trenches. And there's no question what team has the best offensive, defensive lines and quarterback and running backs. Uh, And arguably back, you know, the DBs are pretty good, but that's the University of Michigan. Harbaugh thinks there could be up to 20 guys drafted. Um, the schedule is obviously pretty favorable, but yeah, offensive, defensive lines are, you know, arguably the best, each of them the best in the country, which uh, that wins championships, man, trust me. So uh, I I think it's Michigan.
1: Uh, Brandon, you want to combat that?
2: <laughs> man, you know. Michigan is built to beat Ohio State. Ohio State is built to win championships. So that's that's a tough Saw that situation. Um, but revenge is served, best served cold, and we're going to the team up north this year. And we're going to beat them in Michigan. So I've got Ohio State winning it this year. Uh, Why? 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 Because
3: – Two-quarterback two, system usually means we have zero quarterbacks. Well,
2: they'll they'll figure that out. That's, that's just for the first couple of games until we play Notre Dame. Um, same with Alabama. They're in the same situation. And I, we'll have a prediction in there coming soon in a minute. So, I think, yes, Michigan does have a better offensive and de- defensive line. But we have the second-best running back core – duo in the country uh, the number one w- wide receiver core in the country um,
3: definitely better big play guys there's an issue in I think so play-maker. so
2: I you know it, you guys- it all comes it all comes to this unseen offensive line now we lost a couple players last year um, to the draft so we've only got I think one returning starter on offensive line right now so that that's going to be a big hindrance so we'll see how that plays out but Typically at Ohio State or Big Ten programs like this, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, you you see next man up. Same with the SEC. So we'll see where this kind of plays, but yeah, I I think I think we take revenge this year, and I'm actually looking into tickets to to come to Detroit. Uh, I, I,
1: got a place I for you. Over, before I turn over to Tom, I just want to comment. I think. Of all the Michigan Ohio State games, I think this year is going to be the most intense yeah. for a few reasons. One, I think Ryan Day's got pressure on him, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh's got pressure on him, which is insane. Just suspended. Is he going to leave? Is he going to stay at Michigan? Can Ryan Day? Is he going to take the mantle back? Can either team win the bit? Well, win this game. Winning the Big Ten's not enough. Winning the championships gotta be enough. The the championship. This this Watching Swamp Kings, Ryan Day and Harbaugh kind of remind me of the situation Urban Meyer found himself in. Like, winning's not enough, and this pressure is boiling over for both of these programs.
2: Mm-hmm. They've
1: both been there. They've both been in the playoff. They both like. One's gotta win it. Who's gonna Look, win it first? For,
2: for these two programs, winning a national championship is like just icing on the cake. Like you yeah. beating the other team, that is all that matters. That is yeah. all that is talked about from day one. That is everything in uh, this football program. I'm,
1: I'm going I'm going OSU this year on the road. Tom, I assume you're going Michigan.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I agree with Brandon. I think you've got you've got just an unbelievable wide receiver room and you've got a, a running back room that probably doesn't get enough recognition it deserves um so you know what's their defensive line going to look obviously they're not going to run a cover 0 defense and if 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 they do God, uh, if we do that again uh, the the d coordinator's head's going to be served up on a pike um so you look for changes as far as that's concerned um but then you flip it over, and, and yeah, everybody knows the, the, the running back room at Michigan. Um, Cornelius Johnson coming back is huge for the, the receiver room. Um, they're a little soft in that department, but they've got a great uh, tight end in Colson Loveland. They have probably one of the top five uh, cornerback rooms in the country. Uh, Mike Sanders still, uh, Will Johnson. Uh, these guys are experienced. Um, but I think that the, the, the wild card really is J.J. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all indications are he's going to be throwing it a little bit more. The offense is going to go more, more 50-50. Last year it was, it was 60-40, 70-30 at times. But when you have a running back room like that, it's easier. So I, I think the, the, the focus on the offense this year is J.J. McCarthy. His growth last year, I mean, he, he really improved. Um that game's in Ann Arbor. Him. The game's in Ann Arbor, which really doesn't mean anything compared to you know what happened last year. But I I, I just think Michigan's got a little bit more depth. Um uh and, and Harbaugh's gonna be coaching his ass off because I believe if he wins a natty, he's out of here because the is gonna drop the hammer on him next year. So um. Um, but I'm going to go – I think Michigan comes out.
1: All right, so I, I'm not even going to ask this question. I'm just going to say if anyone says no, raise their hand, but the winners in the playoff.
0: The loser is two. I
1: think The so loser too. is
0: two. Michigan-Ohio yeah. Michigan, State's going to be one-two going into this. Okay, okay. I, so, think, so, I think so, it
1: happens again. Yep. Okay, so you think they're both undefeated going into this game? Absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah,
2: Absolutely. I, I don't Abby's think Ohio good...
3: State wins at Notre Dame. I think they could drop another with a young quarterback at Wisconsin. And uh, I think they lose to Michigan. So I don't think Ohio State gets it. So you got One three thing...
2: losses for us this year?
3: I just I think it's a very wow. tough schedule with freshman quarterbacks. Well, the I think that's
2: that... all the more reason that when we do win those games, uh, even if we lose to Michigan at the end because of the schedule, I think. Helps I'm not I'm not saying to a three spot.
3: games. I just I, I don't even know who would take their spot, but if there's any year where I'm gonna pick against them despite Marvin Harrison and uh it, 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 in
0: Buka.
2: In Buka,
3: uh and Travion, who just seems to get hurt and JTT, it would probably be well, this year.
1: Well my let's walk this dog down the park a little bit. Raj, let's say if Ohio State does have two losses, they end up beating Michigan in the Big Ten championship. Who's well, Ohio the, State in?
0: The, well, they're not going to play Michigan in the Big Ten championship. Oh, be next year. And yeah. Well, no, if no, no, no. They lose at the end Notre of the State. year.
1: No, 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 no. If they lose to Notre Dame, let's say they lose to Notre Dame, lose to who else? They play uh, at Wisconsin. Michigan could lose one, and then like, be could one they could they be more. a
3: two-loss team. But as long as they beat Michigan, are they in? No, Um, you know I think it's going to depend on. Well, the I don't think so. Country, hey, we don't know. I mean, TCU came out of nowhere last year. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's all
2: relative, country, I guess. But
3: it typically, is, but those project, guess, those in. projections. I mean,
2: typically, let's, those let's, projections when you're getting two teams in the same conference, and like last year. It's a one loss and it's a close loss into the end of the year yeah. uh, in a championship game. Like you're not going to see if we lose early in Week Four to Notre Dame. I mean, we're unless we run the unless table you win the and Big beat, 10. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, win the Big Ten and everything. Like, what if we lose to Michigan? Like, we're done. Like, there's no chance. Yeah, I agree Ohio with that. It'll be,
1: it'll, you only win the division. And no,
2: exactly. Yeah, oh. the
0: thing that worries me about Ohio State, real quick. Is there going to be a quarterback controversy? Is there going to be a split? Um, there is right locker now locker room We're, with Kyle McCord and they and said McCord starting. McCord starting, but, Devin Brown McC- has starting, but he, time. yeah,
2: he's earned his playing time. Um, they're they're confident in both. They, which means they're still undecided, and we've got some cupcake cupcake games. The first three to walk through and and figure it out. All right, by, by the time Notre Dame hits. We will no, no. have a, de- a definitive answer.
1: Let's move on real from. Day, let's, let's let, wait, hold on, hold on. Let's move on from cupcakes and let's get to real football. We're moving to SEC. Oh, to the
3: SEC. God. Oh, it's another day. We're going to another we're, day. We're
1: going to the SEC now, boys and girls. Puke. Um. So, you know, we got the East and West. We got the number one ranked team. The four, five, twelve. Twenty-two, blah, blah, twenty-three. Yeah, you blah, blah, know it's, it's like a, Archibald
2: Barisol right here. It,
1: it's a you know it's it's a murderer's row here. Um, Brandon, I'll start with you. What team's going to fall on their face?
3: Fall on their face?
1: Huh? Oh no, no, no! Sorry, we'll go darker. Dark, dark horse. Dark, dark horse. Dark horse. All
2: right, I've got <laughs> shocker here. It's not really a dark horse, but it could be. I got UT as the dark horse, uh, potentially. Yes, sir. If if they could beat Georgia and win the East here, I mean, I think they run it. Milton's look good in camp. Um, hold on. Sorry, can y'all hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. I paused just that or whatever. Uh, no, I think Milton – uh, he's looked good in camp, from what I've read and, and heard. Uh, they've they've got a great oak line, uh, skilled players there. So I, I think they're kind of a dark horse. I think Georgia's in the media, you know, projected to win the East, but
1: I I would consider UT as a dark horse here. Uh, Raj, are you going to concur with Brandon?
3: Yeah. I was close because I really do like Milton and they got Dante Thornton, another Pac-12 receiver. Um, but they still had the 127th defense in college football last year. I don't think they've done enough to get better there. Um, I think the schedule is favorable, but I'm looking at a team like Old Miss who returns 13 starters, even though it's Lane, who I think is kind of a boob but he's a funny boob Um, and and, uh, you know a lot of people like South Carolina I looked at the schedule but another team I like that a lot of people don't is Kentucky with Devin Leary from uh, NC State, Ray Davis thousand yard rusher from Vanderbilt Um, you know not a great offensive line but it is it I hear an echo is that me?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. It's, it's Brandon because he, it's it's probably Brandon because his his headphones died on him. Oh, great, great job, Brandon. Um, you know they're
3: at Georgia, but they get Tennessee and Alabama, so it's a tough slate at South Carolina. Um, I'm gonna go with Old Miss, and and I would not be surprised if it's Tennessee just because of coach
0: quarterback.
1: Uh, all right, so oh, miss. All right, Tom, what do you got?
0: Looking at this schedule, it, it's a gauntlet. But here's a, here's a team who's got a quarterback that's looking to try and prove everything, Spencer Rattler. Oh. He came on, uh, obviously, uh, Robbie, you know what uh, he did to your uh, volunteers last year where they, they ran out of fireworks. <laughs> Damn. And, 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 Damn. Uh, um Aside, but yeah that, I, mean, I, I i think he's he's an experienced quarterback I maybe he's he's had his slice or two of humble pie um they go to georgia they go to tennessee i i, I think those are really two really tough games but um i don't know the sec you, you just never know and, and if you have a quarterback that Shows up, I think that makes all the difference in the world, Allah Hendon Hooker last year. So, kind of, kind of thinking outside of the box. Give me, give me the, give me the cocks. Give me yeah. the cocks to be the, I, the dark horse.
1: Uh, I can't go Tennessee as a dark horse because they're ranked twelfth in the country. Uh, yeah, I dark. think A and M, they have a tough game at Knoxville, they're. Hopefully Tom comes down. Although I'll tell you about my scheduling issues after the show. Tom kind of okay. fucked that one up. But um, <clears throat> but no, I think A and M is a real contender in the West. They don't win the West, but they're going to be better than people thought in the West. Um, flop on the face, Raj.
3: I mean, I'd say A and M, but their schedule's kind of a joke. Uh, Jimbo's an idiot and. Uh, <laughs> yeah it it's just uh you know half the guys transferred Haynes King left, right, so is Wegman or Max Johnson the starter? I can't remember uh Haynes King went to Georgia Tech, I believe, but um yeah, you know they a lot of guys transferred out of there. I think I don't know how Texas and m's even ranked, so their schedule's easy, but I'm gonna say texas a and m on
0: principle alone,
1: all right, Tom.
0: Well you're you're watching them tonight. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Florida. Um uh and I'll give you one reason. Graham Mertz is your quarterback. He 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 started his career at Wisconsin first two or three games. He looked like a world beater. Line him up for the, the Heisman after that, he's done absolutely nothing. And he's kind of followed suit tonight. So I think Florida is just um Looking at three years in a row of a losing record.
1: Yeah, I'll be quick. I agree with you. Florida's the flop. Brandon?
2: Yeah, ditto. We, we talked about this a little pre show. Uh, Florida is definitely the flop in the SEC. I bet. Florida, they have
3: flop now? What were people expecting?
2: I mean, it's
1: Florida still. Like, it's Florida. Uh,
2: yeah, I think you've been watching Swamp Kings. And you said earlier something about uh, what was it? Um, James or uh, I don't know, whatever.
1: Oh, uh, James Franklin, about it. Yeah, Franklin it was about Florida being, was and like Tennessee were worse. terrible. Yeah,
2: I think this is worse than that. Yeah, um, probably, probably so. Right now. So that that this is atrocious. And if if you saw this line come out tonight, Florida, you thought when it first came out, I think it was like six and a half or seven
3: um, minus six. Six and a half or seven.
2: This
1: is with Utah's backup quarterback. Utah. Hey, they're trying to back. They're trying
3: to backdoor cover right now. It's 24-11. Utah missed the field goal. Florida is at the mid at midfield. So
2: it, it. It moved to five and a half, and I hammered the line. I hope you guys did too, because that's what's going to happen eventually. I love free money. Florida's Florida's guard. Yeah,
3: but if they get two, it's 24-19. If they score and get two.
1: All which right, be,
3: the field goal which was terrible.
1: All right, who's the champion of the SEC? Brandon.
2: <sighs> Here we go. Man, I I thought long and hard about this. I think the champion is going to be Bama. And um, who do they
1: who do they beat?
2: I mean, obviously Georgia in the championship. Um Unless my dark horse slides up there, then if if it's UT, then UT wins it all. But if UT's not in the big game, I think Bama somehow gets it done this year. Saban, you know, they've got this quarterback controversy going on right now. Same as Ohio State. But, you know, a good coach knows to not rush a decision. And Saban is one of those. And he's he hasn't really – committed to a starter at this point. So I, I think they'll figure that out, but man, they're, they're recruiting talent. It's next man up and, and they've got great offensive line, a great defensive line. Um, not a whole lot of transfers because they don't need them. Um, most people sign up there to start with and want to stay. And I, I think they get it done. I think, uh, I think Kirby smart, um,
0: Takes a little step back here this year. All
1: right, Tom.
0: I agree with Brandon. I think it's I think it's Alabama, um, Georgia not having their quarterback. You know, a new quarterback coming in. I should say, um, you know the the the. Stetson Bennett who qualifies for AARP I think uh finally uh finally gone who uh, didn't graduate by the way which is is amazing stat to me you're in college for six years he didn't graduate but anyway he didn't graduate uh he did not graduate Um, no he didn't graduate uh so I think
2: think, funny stat was uh he played with Sonny Michelle and Sonny Michelle's already just retired
0: retired. (laughs) he just retired yeah um so yeah I think uh that's going to hinder Georgia. And I'm looking at at Alabama's schedule, and, and their toughest game on the road is a and I know they play Texas at home. They've got UT at, at home. So um, their, their big games are at home. They don't lose very often at home. Saban's not prone to uh, not winning uh, that many years in a row. I think he'll get it right. Roll Tide. All
1: right, Raj, talk some sense into these kids.
0: I mean, I actually
3: agree. Uh, Bama gets – their recruiting class is sensational. Their toughest games are all at home. Ole Miss, Tennessee, LSU, they don't play Georgia and Texas. They're all at home, all four. And, you know, it's tough to lose there. I don't, I don't love their quarterback situation. I don't love Georgia's quarterback situation. Um, you know, Tennessee was better defensively, although I know they jumped 50 spots last year from the year prior. Um, I, I would take them. Now, that being said, I would not be surprised to see Tennessee. You know, if we see the Joe Milton that played in that bowl game, that was it, just brilliant and wasn't taking risks and made all the throws and, and basically stepped up and, and he left the pocket when he needed to. Then that's a really tough team to beat. Um, but, you know, they're at Alabama, they're at Kentucky, they're against Georgia. Uh, you know, I think they're going to drop one that they shouldn't drop. So I'm going to go Alabama, but if I, I'm not a big fan of Jalen Milroe, so. In the end, when it comes to playmakers, I, I still think Alabama has the best, so I'm going there, and the best coach. Yep. Yep. But it, this is a crapshoot year in the SEC. It, it, Carson it, it, back, it, it. Who, are, who are these guys at Georgia? Other than right. Bowers.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Before I get to my prediction, it's unanimous, yes, the winners get to the playoff, right? Oh, for
0: sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the SEC, of course. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. So here's my here's my prediction. Tennessee goes to Alabama and loses a close game. They beat Georgia in Neyland in Knoxville. Then Tennessee and Alabama play again in Atlanta,
2: and Tennessee wins.
1: Tennessee wins, and then.
3: I could see that happening.
1: And either Georgia or Alabama, either one of those get in the playoff. For the Tennessee. first time
0: in like 30 years, that's super reasonable.
2: It is very reasonable. But here's
0: the problem, Brandon. Your quarterback is Joe Milton.
2: Hey, Joe I, Milton. I, hey. I, I get he he was a and Michigan. He has, he has been much better. one thing for the in Michigan's Dallas offense. His camp this year, what I read, his camp this year has been the best he's ever.
1: Dude, Josh ever Eiffel can line them up and get them open. He can throw it. We'll deep.
2: see.
3: And
1: he that was, ball, he was. I agree with you.
2: In that first
3: year. game last year, when it's he started, the same he was insane. Same same Pop with him. Joe Milton. He reminds me a lot of him. But he took a lot off that ball. Like he would always try to fire it in and and rely on his arm and try to squeeze one in there. And in the bowl game, he was not that quarterback. Um yeah. you know, I think finally it got through to him. You know, we all know he's like jamarcus russell, he can throw it 70 yards from his knees or whatever, but yeah. he wasn't doing that. And um I I I agree
0: with you, but I think Hypel's kind of a whisperer. Hypels. I just hey, I have experience with, with the Joe Milton hype train here at Michigan.
1: Hey, hey so, did, and, so did so did so did Peter hooker. So and we'll, you moved we'll, Hen and Hooker three from years ago, Tennessee.
0: We'll see. I wish I, I wish nothing but the best for him, but I just uh, know what he did here and it he he looked god awful. So maybe all it's right, changed. All right,
1: all right, we've got we've got uh, we've got our conference predictions done. Uh I, I think uh this is good. Uh, I'm gonna scan them. I've been keeping trying to scan them for us to post on our social media. Um now it's on to bigger, better than ever, or bet your nuts.
0: It's time for Bet your nuts
1: All right boys Randall
0: Randall's definitely uh drinking the kool-aid and eating the cornbread here Milton for Heisman no. yeah that's a- that's a happy- too. Wow, then- how surprising Randall is not <laughs> being objective and
3: being oh,
1: Randall.
2: <laughs> Milton's not winning the Heisman, bro. I, I I have faith in him this year, but he ain't winning it. All
1: right, we have eight games for you guys this week. We've picked them out. We think we can make you guys money on this thing. So, you know, pick your favorite panelist. Me, obviously, if you want to make the most money. And bet with how they bet. So we're going to walk through them, tell you who we like, and tell you a quick sentence or two why. First of all, we have Coach Prime going to Dallas-Fort Worth against the defending runners-up TCU's minus 17. Raj, who you got and why?
3: Chandler Morris is the quarterback at TSO. Oh they're gonna be have a good running game. I honestly want to go Colorado because I think Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter, and others, they have enough talent, but they are gonna get worn down. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go Colorado because I think it'll be a 14 point game, not a 17 point game.
1: All right, Chang, what you got?
3: Spread, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Spread. We're 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 betting the spread.
2: Only spread.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we can't do money line. We're just betting the spread.
2: I didn't know the rules, just trying to get it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on like the fly. Walking,
1: it's like you're walking up to a casino floor this is the first time. Wait, mm-hmm. is 21 a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. Does does four aces win? I don't know. For those of you watching, it's exactly how Brandon started off. Playing Not in Revenge of the long. Nerds. No, a, no, I you wait, two, can teams. I pick all Titans? Is that good? It's it's fantastic.
2: That's the only time you've ever won a championship was that year. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, It was. Yeah.
3: Brandon uh fourth down turnover on downs, Utah ball, I think.
2: Yeah, I hammered that that five and a half there. So
3: You look nervous, dude. I would have been too if they would have scored All right, Shane,
2: up.
1: who you going with?
2: I'm I'm taking TCU. They were my uh dark horse there. So I'm I'm gonna roll with them. TCU, right. Colorado is a lot of hype, a lot of transfer, a lot of controversy going on there. There's no uh, cohesiveness as of yet. And I think Dion Prime just wants to be on Dion Prime TV
0: and, at this point. So. All right,
1: Tommy Toes?
0: Uh, TCU, home game. Uh, Colorado, what is it, next to Arizona State, uh, the, the most in the transfer portal. Hell of a roster mix-up. I'm not sure if they can get it together. It's a tough matchup for, for uh, nine toes' first uh, big-time um, coaching performance. So, give me the Horn Frogs.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think if this was later in the year, I'll take Colorado. But uh, yeah, I the season I take TCU. Too early. Uh, next up, we got the an ACC battle: Louisville at Georgia Tech. Louisville minus eight. I'll start first this time. Um, I loved Georgia Tech when they were in a triple option. They were my second favorite team in football. They've gotten away with that. I dislike them, so I'm going Cardinals. Brandon?
3: Wait, you yeah. just said you love Georgia Tech, but you're going with Louisville?
1: I used to love them when they ran the triple option. Now they've gotten all fancy with this passing stuff. I don't like them. Give me the triple option. By the way, if any of you guys want to go back to 2014, I think NCAA 2015, I'll run the hell of the triple option against any of you guys.
2: Oh, I I used to kill it with the Navy oh, team. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my FSU all the time. We you yeah. in your basement. Come on, I would. Well, yeah,
1: I I'd throw. I used to throw it deep back then. but now, now I appreciate I the
2: Navy with triple option. You're done. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to. Agree with Robbie on this one. Um, I, I like Louisville minus eight. That's that, that's a cake line. I think they win by 10 at least. All
1: right, Raj.
3: Easy money, Louisville.
0: All right, Tom. Well, Louisville, give me, give me the card. Low Louisville. 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 Louisville.
1: Louisville. Louisville. three Louisville's, probably bet Georgia Tech next in the seed block. We got West Virginia at Penn State. Kind of a border rivalry. Penn State minus 20 and a half.
3: Kind of. Oh, sorry. No, that's West Virginia Pitt. My bad. Yeah.
1: I got a script I'm reading. Do you only have a teleprompter here, Raj? you just winging <laughs> this thing?
3: It's not court. <laughs> I didn't think you had to read shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Raj, who you got?
3: Yeah, I'll take Penn Pitt. State.
1: All right, PSU taking the points.
3: I'm not happy about it, but I'll take it.
1: Uh, Chain?
2: You got West Virginia here to cover the spread. Uh, Definitely don't win the game, but I think they keep it a little closer than 20 and a half. All right,
3: They do return all five offensive linemen. That's a big number there.
2: Don't worry about
0: it. No, I'm saying uh,
3: West Virginia does.
0: I like – I like Penn State game oh, at uh,
1: big tit College
0: Station. Going to be a whiteout. And and uh, James Franklin, early games, he does well. It's the late games that you got to worry about. So. All right,
1: I'm taking WVU also. Randall just hates West Virginia because that's where his ex-wife is from. He's so biased. Who's your uh, sister? Who's your sister, uh, University? All right, we have, so the D-block, this is interesting. We got LSU, Florida State. In Orlando, uh, quote-unquote neutral side, LSU minus two and a half. There's some injuries in this game. Um, I'll start on this one. I think LSU is the third best team in the country, maybe fourth best team. I'm taking LSU. Tom?
0: I do it for my family. Give me the fighting, Brian <laughs> Kellis. The Cajun's gonna go into Orlando and to Disneyland. Oh man, I, I you got I, yeah. I, I love me some gator and I'm gonna go around the world to Epcot after the game. Go tigers. It's
1: just uh, some dry gator and you got that is that, is the
2: best impersonation of Brian Kelly that I've I just
0: with. do it for my family. It's for my family.
2: Shane, <laughs> what do you got? So good. Man, how can you not go against LSU after that comment? So <laughs> uh now I love F- FSU and the ACC, but they're not beating LSU. Uh, two and a half is free money. I mean, come on. All right, Raj?
3: I'm going the other way, man. I'm going with uh, with Florida State. I think uh, it's kind of a pick em, but despite Tom's impression, which made me laugh, even though Brian Kelly only made that iconic – Accent or deliver that iconic accent one time, that's enough. Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm not a Jaden Daniels believer. I I never have been, even his first year at ASU, he had 17 TDs and two picks, but most of them were against teams when things were easy and and not in uh, very difficult situations. Uh, Go to the last year, he had 10 and 10 before he went to LSU where they're loaded. Um, I, I just think Florida State has again I, I go with best quarterback and I'm not sure about best coach but Jordan Travis is definitely the best quarterback in this
1: game. Alright FSU Farage. now we go to E-Block and this is the game I will be at everyone here will, probably should be watching we got the Volunteers versus the Virginia Cavaliers
3: Oh, Minnesota scored, by
1: the way. It's about to be a tie game. Vols are minus 28 points. Are we believing in the hype? Brandon, are you believing in the hype for 28 points?
3: Against Virginia? Is that the hype?
2: I am hammering Tennessee minus 28. This is going to be a statement game. Milton comes out. He probably throws for three or four TDs. They're going to run a couple in. Might even be a defensive return for a touchdown. So, this is a dumb game. I don't even know why. <laughs> uh, and they're playing
0: it at Nissan, too. They're playing aren't it aren't at
2: Nissan. Like, that, like, what are we doing here? Uh, do you, I guess you don't get it. How is
0: Nashville vibes. letting letting them letting come, come? Okay.
1: okay all, all right. Hammer.
0: hammer it doesn't out. matter where it is in
3: Tennessee. It'll no, still no, 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 no.
1: I, this this will be a different topic for a different show about the the – rivalry between the University of Tennessee and the city of Knoxville and what's going on in there politically wise. Uh, I'll get into that. And and I'll tell you guys after the show, if you're curious, Um, Tom, what do you got?
0: Yeah, I think um, um, Milton comes in there and, and like he did at Michigan in his first game, I know this isn't his first start, but um, he looked good and, and they're going to be looking to, you know, start off with a bang. Obviously, they're putting the checkers in Nissan, which is a, a big deal. So um, give me the Vols here. Uh, I think they win uh, 28. That's a huge number. Um, but when you're dealing with uh, you know, what's going to be like a 95-5 uh, ratio of fans, uh, I don't think the Cavaliers uh, have a snowball chance. have games. fans? I don't know. They, I don't know. Uh, good,
1: good, well,
3: good. I went to a game with Mark Sanchez. Was there at Virginia, USC, and it was like eighty percent USC fans. They're a nerd school. and You should put them in my nerd camp uh, conference. But um, yeah, I mean, I figured I was next. Um, gone are the days of beating Georgia Tech forty-two to forty-one, losing to Georgia State, struggling with Ohio U. You know, because they have a coach, and that makes all the difference in the world. And a quarterback, this is easy money. Virginia's got a new quarterback, a bad coach. Easy money. They're gonna kill them. And you're in the SEC, right? Like Hypo's no dummy. You've gotta gotta light it up, man. You've gotta get highlights. Gotta get on Sports Center. You gotta use a guy who got kicked out of USC. You gotta use a guy from Oregon to to score. I gotta do some kind of dig. I gotta get in there. But um they are going to just be that fast paced, no huddle, light it up, and they're gonna wear out Virginia and it's gonna be a 66 to 10 game.
1: Yeah, I was I was I was paranoid about for about a month leading up to this game and then started getting confident because I'm paranoid always about UT sports. And then started, and then started thinking about it I was like yeah they're gonna like oh, that yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, they've, they've had a unit repair it doesn't matter It's just more talent and you I mean, just money. look at the
2: you know stats and facts of it like uh, this is easy money this is where you can really make a lot of money in college sports is in the beginning because the Vegas has no idea what the lines are going to be and it's like you know the Utah Florida line. Like public moved that line. It, it started at six and a half, seven um, minus for Utah. And the public moved that line to like five, which is stupid. Like I you saw
1: that. Back five, back. And a half. I can't that line. All right. Uh, so th- this, this one's going to be interesting, I think. So uh, the F line, if you're keeping track of our uh, alphabetical order, we got Eastern Carolina at Miami. No, Michigan, Michigan, you, Michigan. Michigan, um, thirty-six points. I struggled with this one honestly, um, mainly because I thought East Carolina used to be good. Um, I did some research. Tom, lead us off with of this one. What do you got?
0: Uh, I'm going to take East Carolina here to to mm. uh, to cover. Thirty-six is a huge number. Harbaugh doesn't usually run the score up, and and this is a game where First off, it's going to be almost ninety degrees. But Harbaugh's so not
3: coaching;
0: it, his his dad's coaching. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nonetheless? Nonetheless, it looks like
2: Raj is wearing the jersey right now. By the way, <laughs> just sorry.
0: Uh, nonetheless, it's going to be it, it's going to be a situation where no, I'm not. the starters are going to be out, kind of like the Hawaii game last year. They're going to be out af- after the first half. They're not going to take any chances with any uh, meaningless injuries. So, I mean, do I see it being 30? Yeah, probably. Four touchdowns. Um, 36, that's tough. Give me East Carolina to to cover.
1: Brandon, Big Ten.
2: This one one was tough for me, too. Um, I could see it going both ways. I could see... Michigan trying to make a little bit of a statement here, like, you know, this team's not worthy kind of deal. Uh, But Harbaugh's not coaching. Uh, I think they skate by. So, I I would take – I'd take ECU here at minus 36 or plus. Uh,
1: Ross, what do you got?
3: Same. If it was one of the coordinators trying to prove a point, that'd be one thing. Um, ECU was 8-5 and five last year. They lost their starting quarterback. But I don't think Michigan is going to show much at all. Mm-hmm. Their starters will be done by the half, especially both backs. Um, so, yeah, that's a ton of points. It's 36 or 38. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I think they can stay within five touchdowns.
0: There's gonna be an orgy in the end zone because uh, orgy will be playing.
1: <laughs> I just I don't think you, I don't think ECU can score on Michigan. I just I think it's gonna be short field, short field I got Michigan. Um, the G block, UNR versus Southern Cal, thirty eight points. Um, Raj, the offense looked great last week. The defense looked suspect. Do you have 38 points in you this week?
3: You know, there were just a couple of plays that it, I don't think the score was representative. And you had a quarterback that in his sixth year is a player of the year in their conference that backed up to uh, train with Mariota. Um, Reno is not that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take USC at the 38. Nevada is not San Jose State, who's actually a pretty decent team. Um, USC underestimated them. I don't think they will this week. I think the backups are going to try to score. So, even though it's a ton of points, I think SC wins something like 55 to 10, that type of game.
1: All right, Jane.
2: Oh, man. Um, I don't think USC covers this one.
3: It's a lot of points, man. It's like 40.
2: It's a lot of points. And it – a ton of points. Yeah. You know, second what second game for you of the season? Like I just I don't see 38's a lot.
3: It's just a big step down in competition, believe it or not. Doesn't then, sound like it said,
2: is I mean they're gonna be
3: don't take me off Tom I'll be back in 30 seconds.
2: Right. So, <clears throat> no I got I got you and plus thirty eight for sure on this All right.
1: Tom what do you got?
0: I, I think Nevada covers uh, 38 is an absolute huge number. Um, I mean, and and I don't think I think it'll be a scenario like Michigan. Caleb's not going to play um, much more than you know maybe three quarters at the most. So the, the the backups will be in. So I just don't like those big numbers. I so I give me give me the
1: um, yeah. You you I agree I agree. USA didn't cover. Him. Round week zero, whatever it is, I think UNR UNR covers again. Uh, I like UNR. So, H on our list, we have the Ohio State University and Indiana University. A 30-point spread. It is at Indiana, um, which is also known because I went to school there for a year. It is called Photo Day for Indiana because it is the the only day the stadium is full so they make the colors are very similar, so they take photos there.
2: <laughs> it's the only time they want to see people that are worthy of playing college football. Yeah. Have
3: you ever seen an in a conference game opening day with a line of 30 points? I was trying to think that I mean that's a lot. That I mean yes. I'm just trying to think of
1: that. A, it, it is a lot. Any Alabama
3: playing Bandy back in the day. Yeah. But like-
2: to be honest, I don't think it's enough. Um, I think Ohio State's going to come out and make a statement here. So okay.
1: Agree. Brandon, Brandon's got Ohio State.
2: Yeah, I got Ohio State um, minus 30, 40, whatever you want to – Raj, you
1: said you agree?
3: Yeah, I think both quarterbacks are going to show out, man. I think they're going to light it up.
1: All right, Tom, what do you got?
0: I'm going to be the dark horse here. Give me, give me the, Give me the Hoosiers to cover.
1: I got IU as well. I think it's I think it's a twenty-eight point game. I think IU covers mm.
3: because All of right. the at home twenty-eight, not a thirty-point game, huh? Way to right. take it so
1: away. here, here are our picks. We will put them on some kind of social media that I let Tom control. Yeah. Um, and we have got our conference championship. We are going to make. Uh, We're gonna keep track of our picks all year long. You can see our percentages. Obviously, you wanna bet with me as the time progresses, but we'll get to that. So now we got our final words before we end the night. Um Raj, you're the latest to the show, so we'll let you speak first.
0: Dude,
3: I honestly like because I was latest, I didn't have much time to think about anything other than stuff that I know, which is sports. Um, no, I, you know, I was, I hope the rest of the weekend is going to be better than the duds we've seen thus far. I was really hoping Florida, Utah would be a game. I I at least wanted to see cam rising, um, you know, this weekend, there aren't a ton of great matchups. I just want to see one or two games that are close and that reveals something about one of the teams, like something about their character. You know, just so we can get a sense instead of just these these wax jobs, because we get all excited and we just can't wait, you know, like a, like like Farley and a Tommy boy about a, a, a kid getting a bunny. But uh, that's a strange reference. But if you know it, you know it. it. It may only take a week for me to be like, oh, shit, like, man, we got to wait, you know, eight weeks to see. Alabama and Tennessee, so to speak. So I just want to see competitive football in an age of a transfer portal. Um, you know, it's supposed to balance out the field, but I, I really want to see good games. I don't want to already switch off of a game because they just all suck, and and that's what I'm afraid of.
1: Well, Raj, let me just add to your point, and uh, and I'll balance this idea off of you and this is where i think obviously the nfl just dominates everyone but the nfl dominates college football because of this point you see foot you see this football week 1 and you have college football and it's mismatches next week we're going to see nfl and it's man on man it's great football and then you automatically transition to that point
3: Agreed. What are
1: you two laughing at? Yeah, I'm like what's going on. No, I'll send a text message. And so Minnesota
0: I'll... just won. Minnesota just won at the last second. Oh, I know. Okay. Like is that your shiny red ball? What's so funny?
2: No, you're sitting directly above Tom's jersey. So I'll take a snapshot. And it looks yeah, like you look like
3: you look like you're from Crisscross. So uh, uh, oh yeah, I I lowered my chair too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah yeah so so i, I don't know if my point has got all lost but yes <laughs> that but, is uh, funny. all
3: right uh, we, I, I don't know why my chair lowered uh sorry rob what was your question
1: no my point was uh that like college football is so sloppy week one then you have yeah. nfl that's so great week one and you're like oh i gotta i gotta watch this thing ahead of time because it's so much oh, better sure
3: they're trying, but it, it begs the question about you know the individual autonomy and what schools are willing to do. Look at a school like Michigan that knew they'd be top five, but you know they don't. Why am I shrinking? Is my fat ass breaking this thing? Um, now you got
1: paranoid. Yeah.
3: No, I mean I like that jersey. Is that an Eiserman jersey? Um, Doug Brown. Actually. actually, no, I can't I mean, unsee it. it. It's just. You will not ever see FSU, LSU. Last year, it wasn't a great matchup. If both teams weren't. I, I don't know if either was ranked. This year, they are. But, yeah, if you look around, it's just a bunch of like middling matchups. You're right, Robbie, because most teams don't want to take the risk. Even though if you're going to lose to a good team, you should do it early. But, you know, non-conference-wise, you'll never see that happen. Yeah. It's like the SEC playing – you know, the last second to last week of the year against Chattanooga State. You know? <laughs> it is funny. Uh, you scoot over to wait this way. And, I, know, um,
1: I can't, I can't see it now. So,
3: yeah. That's like the uh, – <laughs> it, it, it just kind of blows in that sense. It doesn't – it makes me I mad.
1: Just, I where you to smack Tom in the face now. <laughs> Oh. oh, there we go. There we go. God
3: damn it! Now it's your I'm, turn.
1: I, I'm too big to fit in that jersey. Um, <laughs> I'm like uh, four yes. inches taller than uh, you. You just gotta lower your chair. Yeah. Uh, my final thoughts are um, happiness and sadness. Happiness, because look, guys, we 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 done. We've done two hours. It's seamless. This is fun. This is this is our comfort zone. We love talking about football. Uh, That's the happiness. The sadness is, uh, I'm a big NASCAR fan, and uh, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I do like NASCAR. And but baseball is in this. It's it's the funeral for other sports. Like like rest in peace. It was a good run, but here we go every year. Your postseason is meaningless. Like meaningless. It's football from here on out. Like.
3: The Braves are kicking our ass, by the way, in L.A. Um, yeah,
1: but it's just – like, like, if you I disagree, that,
3: but, yeah, until the playoffs, I agree with – Well, this, yeah,
1: it, well, you're it, a baseball it, fan, but, I mean, I'm a casual fan. Until they move their season back to get the World Series in August, it's going to keep happening. And same with NASCAR. Get your playoffs in August. Do it. A funeral for other sports. I'm sorry, but welcome to football. Chain,
2: uh, Couldn't agree more. Uh, this happens every year, time and time again. Um, you know, the the dawn days where, dead days or whatever you want to call it, where we're, you know, scrambling through topics and conversations. We're talking about MLB, potential all-stars. Now, listen, there's a lot of MLB fans, and two of them are on this panel. I'm just – not one of them but when football comes on i mean there's no that's all that anybody cares about no no one's tuning into anything else right now so um are we
3: picking national champions and stuff or what not
2: yet not yet i think we did really good on the conference championship and that that was that was a stretch um but i did i did like this new better and bet your nuts so everyone, pay attention to that. We're gonna track it here um, on Reckless Speculation. So you can, we'll we'll put out our percentages uh, weekly when we update. So um, stay tuned, like, subscribe, follow all that stuff. So
0: Tom? I just
3: wanted to see how long I had to wait until I said the Michigan Wolverines are winning the national championship. Mm.
0: Uh, My final words today are
1: don't bet on him
0: are don't
2: bet on Raj. Anything he says.
0: No, never. the AL West. I know football season is here. Uh, We're all excited for it, but do not let the fact that this division, the top three teams are separated by one game. The Seattle Mariners, 21 and six in the month of August, uh, uh, franchise record. Unbelievable. Yes. Football is here. Yes. I'm excited. I got my lion season tickets. The cornbread is in the oven. The Honolulu blue and silver Kool-Aid is being stirred as we speak, but baseball still has some, some energy. Uh, Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. Raj. I'm think you and I are going to have to do a, uh, Oh, no, no.
1: It, it's going to get and really good. Oh, 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 oh. Raj, you and Tom don't cheat. We have wait, who did you say? The Mariners?
3: See, Mariners I Houston and right. I, wait, no,
1: no, don't. I was going to say don't cheat. I will going to say if Brandon I can name the AOS. Oh. A- 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 well, why'd you tell me not to cheat?
3: You guys are the yeah, one that would you
1: know, I, I got the Mariners. Who do you got, Brandon?
2: I don't know
3: who's in the West.
0: He just. We just told you. The
1: the the Mariners, the
0: Houston Astros, Texas oh, Rangers. Are the Rangers
2: in
3: He's there? a bad liar, dude. Look I'm gonna here. take the
2: trash can boys. I'm gonna take the trash can boys. The, trash- uh, oh, the Rangers. Then who else in the
1: AOS? Oscar the Oscar, oh, the Oakland. The, 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 the Angels, Angels. Angels. who just
3: traded all these guys yeah. for stud or good players and then he just cut them all.
1: Hey, yeah. the,
2: the Cubs won last night again, which was good for me. But. C- C- Cubs
1: are right. three, all right. three so out we, of the other Yeah, the this just shows death, death to other sports. All right, final thoughts, Raj, you go first. I thought we just did, we did it.
0: that. We just oh, do it. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay.
1: I guess we're signing off then. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Like, subscribe, Live, like, subscribe.
1: subscribe. Um, we'll be back with yeah, uh, keep
2: up with our bets because we're gonna make you guys money. We're actually gonna track our percentages this year. Um, on who's who's the better, better, and who can make you the most money. So, like, subscribe, follow us. Uh, Robbie is obviously terrible, so never take his
0: bet but
1: the good, other- hand, good, good hand as well
0: and a, and a side note starting next week we are going to be doing two episodes we will not be live we're going to pre-record we're going to do a college show and an nfl show so look uh wednesday thursday for those to be released so nice changing the format which is going to give us more opportunity more content we'll be uh, able to get a little bit more in depth and um, so, look for that starting next week. A little bit of a difference. So, love it. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Reckless Speculation. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube, searching Reckless Speculation. Catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to catching you right here next week with another exciting episode of Reckless Speed.